Hey babies, it's Capri. And Ashley. And we're your very queer hosts to a little queer podcast. Being queer can be weird, and we're here to be your guide through the world of gay. The real gay agenda. And give you 30 minutes to an hour of queer joy, advice. Or us just being loud. Welcome to A A Little Little Queer Queer Podcast. Hello, welcome to A Little Queer Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Capri. (laughs) I'm so happy you did that. I'm your other host, Ashley. And, you know, we're British. Today. And and gay. <laughs> uh, man, if only. If well, we only. the gay part. So good. Could you imagine how hot I would be if I was British and also gay? Oh, so you'd be too powerful because you're already really hot. And oh. so if you had, no, yeah, it'd be too much. I the love it. said we got to level the playing field. You know what I mean? Got to give <laughs> these bitches a chance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Capri's not playing fair. You Listen, know? can't, gotta, don't hate the player, hate the game. Oh, oh, nailed it. Riz Master at it again. Am I right? <laughs> that was, I made that saying up. I'm the first one who's ever said that one. <laughs> I did that all by myself. That was me, no one else. I don't stand on the shoulder of giants. Giants stand on me. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. That was, that was low-key a bar. Hey, <laughs> Kanye's gonna take it. <laughs> anyway. And anyway, welcome to a little queer podcast. We're doing great. I feel like we're nailing it. For sure. I feel like our intros get more and more chaotic every single time. There's different. There's different accents. We're yelling, and more importantly, we're queer. And yeah. you are too, allegedly. Yes. And today we're talking about signs, signs that you may be queer that you may not have noticed, but we notice, and so mm. we're gonna share them with you today. Hmm. I'm thrilled. We just we just kicking this thing off old school. You know what? I don't know what's going on actually. Like, are we kicking it so old school? Energy. Kicking it old school. Okay, hey. I'm, done. I'm done. I'm done. Let's no. Actually, I want to see what kicking it old school looks like for this situation. Actually, we, we would need. Yeah, um, I'm gonna need video footage. I'm gonna need a velour tracksuit. <gasps> I'm gonna need a boom box because I'm about Ooh. to break it down. Ooh, uh, give me a uh. give me a cardboard box. Uh, straight b-boy style I, honestly I'm just saying words I'm just I'm <laughs> I know I was trying to join too I was like yeah skippity beep bop me in my high top converse fedora oh. hat destiny's oh. child <laughs> <laughs> throwing it back y'all let me let me take you back to a time you know so well I listen I'm 23 Ashley I was is about to say we described different time periods but I loved it did we really a little bit but I could have I could have sworn I was I was kicking it nineties. I was were in like the eighties. Yeah. Damn, you were you were kicking we were it to Madonna. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you have that. Thanks. Anyways. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to a little bit podcast. This is mm. this is this is what it is. Okay, so signs that you might be queer. I'm gonna start. Yes. Ashley actually is gonna start. Ashley's gonna be starting. <laughs> Just kidding. Capri actually wants me to shut the fuck up. Psych, that's no. why Capri was going to start. But now I'm allowed to talk because I did a good job today. So. <laughs> a plus. You get this one. Fine. You may speak Anyways, this episode. Thanks so much. Sign number one, whether or not you peeped, we peeped because we notice everything about you and each other. Here we are. Singing the guy's parts in songs. Okay. And, and, and not just singing it, but like really feeling it with your whole chest. Right. And. 
when I was younger and even to this day, but especially like pre-me coming out, I would be singing the shit out of whatever the Jonas Brothers, you know, hit hitting those Nick Jonas verses or Usher, what what whatever the song is, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I tell myself the reason why I'm feeling it so much is because, well, this is just like how I want a guy to feel about me. Like, this is just what I would want my boyfriend to feel about me. And that's why I feel it so much. It's like, no, it's actually because in my head, I am the guy. Like, I am the boyfriend with the girlfriend <laughs> and I'm singing to her. And I didn't realize until I came out, I was like, ah, that's why I feel this in my chest. You yeah. Know? No, genuinely, I don't think there's anything more bisexual than boy bands because in mm-hmm. in Windows Down by Big Time Rush, when Carlos says, you're pretty, baby, but you know that. Wish I could bring you around the map. And I, I sing that with my full chest. And, you know, younger me is like, no, I just, you know, I wish someone would bring me around the map. Yes, yes. And... You do wish you could bring a pretty girl around the map. Don't don't lie. Come on. Yes. We're all friends yes. here. We're yes. friends here. It's bisexual of you. Speciously. What? Speciously. What I was actually trying to say was specifically mm. songs about longing. Let me tell you how I can sing a little tune about longing. You t- you started talking about Big Time Rush and I immediately thought of Logan singing No Idea. The way that I used uh, to felt that shit out with my chest. She, she has, has no, no idea. idea. I'm, no standing idea. I'm standing here. I'm standing here. She can't hair. even see me. Nope. She can't even see you. Oh my God, cover girl. Listen, you're my cover Dude. girl. Dude. I think you're a superstar. Yeah, you are. Girl, you should know. You're so pretty that it hurts. Guys, if you, you're, listen, straight. And this is also one of the reasons why I think Taylor is bisexual because I'm going to write a song. Hey, I'm going to write a song, but it's from a boy's perspective singing about right. how pretty a girl is. Yeah. No. Babe. I'm not, I mean, hey, we're not here to, to judge someone's queerness who hasn't come out. But I, I think that she has. Y'all just haven't noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying if you're, when you're putting yourself in the shoes of, you know, that that perspective, because that you're just feeling it so much, there's a reason why you're feeling it that hard, babe. And that's okay. You know, you might just like girls. Mm-hmm. That, and and don't, that's okay. And don't just say because it's easier to sing. Listen, we all know. No. We all know Aladdin's part in A Whole New World is easier to sing. Mm. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But there's something deeper there. And we're Absolutely. not going to pretend there's not something there. Absolutely. Wow, that's pretend. such a bar that you just said. Because, yeah, I really do be singing Aladdin's part way harder than Jasmine's. And I love Jasmine's part. but I do, too. Yeah, but I'm going to be Aladdin every day of the week. Uh, same. Smooth. Street rat. Call me a street rat. Listen. Mm. Number two, you have queer panic. This is something I talk about all the time. Straight people do not lay in bed wondering if they're gay or straight or queer or straight. True. Straight people don't do that. Straight people don't go, I don't Mm-mm. know if I like her as a friend or more than a friend. Or blah, 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 blah. You're at least at that point in questioning. You're at least a little yes. queer. You're at least a little... Also, if you're listening to this podcast, Hey-o. I feel like the answer is... The answer has been... The question has been answered for you. The answer has been questioned. Listen, we know. Mm. You know, and we, we know. But it's okay. Mm. If you need a little bit of assurance, we're here to give you other signs that you're queer. But like listening to queer media, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, if you're like having queer panic, if you're like, I don't know, maybe uh, I can't tell, but I don't queer straight people do not have these 
most straight people, I want to say, because I'm sure there's going to be an outlier, but most sure. straight people don't have these thoughts of queer panic being like, maybe I like a girl. I don't know. Maybe I'm queer. Maybe I'm not queer. Maybe I like a boy, right. but maybe I like him in a bro way. Like, no, that's not right. a straight person's inner dialogue. But you don't no. know that because you're queer. Exactly. Yeah, because remember, guys, straight is the default, right? So they don't have to have thoughts like that because from society's perspective or our society's perspective, everybody's straight. Yeah, that's, that's of, of course, that's what's normal. So people who are legitimately straight don't have to wonder if maybe they're gay because they're already walking the path they were quote unquote supposed to walk. It just, yes. it's a given that they only like the one gender. If you even have a flicker where you're like, maybe I like this, you probably do. And also like, it's okay. Don't put the pressure on yourself of, cause I feel like people can talk themselves out of it. I do agree where you said, Ugh. you know, maybe there are outliers. Sure. Maybe there are straight people who question their sexuality, mm-hmm. but I, but I don't think so. To be completely honest, I think maybe your ratio just, you might have a smooth 99-1, you know? And yeah. it'd just be like, in under the right circumstances, if you found the right person, like, yeah, you'd be down to date them or see what's up, right? Mm-hmm. But even then, like, that means you're not 100% straight, which is okay, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah, yeah if, if you're thinking about it even a little bit, you're you're a little queer. You're you a are little a little bit. You're a lot queer. Yeah. You might be all the way there. Welcome mm-hmm. to the gay, babe. Welcome to the gay club. Um, yes. And I think the same thing goes for your gender, too. Like, I'm non-binary, and I had this whole conversation with myself where I was like, maybe I'm not non-binary enough to call myself non-binary. Mm. But it was like, mm, I don't think straight people are like, I wonder what a packer would feel like in my pants. Like, no, that's not a, that's not a, that's not a hetero, that's not a, not hetero, like, that's not a cisgender thought. <laughs> That is not a cisgender woman thought to be like, I maybe sometimes want to squish some boobs down. So that, well, that is if a, a big booby problem. That, listen, we all, I, I don't have big boobies, but you know, I'm sure some yeah. of the bigger title ladies can understand. Yeah. But like, you get me. Like the idea of being like, oh, I sometimes I genuinely, genuinely wish I was a boy for real yes. though is not, is not a cisgender thought. It's true. It's true. And I, I've had that same conversation with like people in my life, you know, at whatever stage of their, um, uh, of, of their journeys with their own like gender discovery. And yeah, it's true. As a cis person, I can let you know, I have never even thought about me. Maybe I'm not just, or maybe I don't just want to be a woman. Like, nah, it's never even really? crossed my mind. Not, not even, even a little bit? I've never had, I've never had a little twink. I, I, you know what? I have thought about like, what if I was like, like, yeah. like a real what if, like, what if I could fly <laughs> kind of what if, you know, <laughs> where I'm like, ah, oh, that'd be interesting. But never in like a seriously sitting and being like, huh, I, what I, if maybe I am even in, in, even in regards to what you talked about with like, you know, big Tata ladies. Cause I have often thought about how I wish I could donate some of my chest mass to other people. Like I don't want them to be fully gone. I would just love for them to be a little bit smaller because they get in the way sometimes. But yeah, I, I have never, never thought about it. And so, yeah, if you are having those thoughts, again, it is okay. And yeah, like, let yourself be free to explore that a little bit. Like, you, if you're having the thoughts, you're having the thoughts for a reason. The thoughts yeah. are there. They're there. And not everybody's having thoughts. There are lots of other people who are having the thoughts. Yes. And you can find community with those people, and you should. Mm-hmm. But not everybody is having thoughts. Not everybody is because- questioning... Whether they're gay or, you know, or trans non-binary, any of the things. Not, not everybody is having those thoughts. So, if you are, you might be 
it's probably kind of, you know. Maybe a little something. Little, little fruity tootie. But we love some fruity tootie. I love mm-hmm. being a fruit loop. Mm, me too. It's my oh, favorite. it's so fun. Delicious. Oh, 10 out of 10. Next, <laughs> this is my personal favorite. If you have ever told yourself or told other people, everybody's a little queer. Uh-huh. Everybody's a little gay. Oh, no. Um, No. Mm-mm. Yes. Uh, please refer back to point B. Uh, no. Everybody does not think that. Everybody does not find themselves attracted to people of multiple genders or mm-hmm. solely the opposite gender. Everybody's not doing that, right? Everybody might think that, like, yeah, she's pretty. Not everybody thinks she's pretty. Like, she's. Ooh, and I love that difference. I felt that difference oh, in my loins. <laughs> she's pretty. Oof. You know? Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's different. Is everybody's not a little... I love saying that. Like, for shits and gigs, of course that's something we, like, talk about and joke about. But we also possess the awareness that, no, straight people are real. They are not like unicorns, unfortunately. They do exist. And we love you guys anyways, despite your flaws. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) It's okay. We can see through that. We can see through that. And, you know, ally, but... Mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. an eye to the straights, but I, I think also with that too, like uh, getting more deeper in the deep cup, uh, the deep cut of uh, I said I was thinking of boobs. I said into the deep cut. <laughs> I know of, into the deep cup. <laughs> no, I'm straight. I was just that was just the slip of my tongue, man. Uh, oops. Um, but anyway, into the deep cut also of bisexuality, like you know the whole concept of like everyone's a little bi everyone's a little bi no like lesbians right. are lesbians gay men are gay men yes bisexuals are bisexuals straight people are straight people like yeah there's a spectrum for people who are bi in that spectrum or pan or or, or um polysexual or omnisexual in mm-hmm. that spectrum you know mm-hmm. um whenever it gets into like everybody's a little that is you projecting onto everybody because you are a little and we genuinely love that for you but also, no, but that's you, boo-boo. That's not everybody else. Come on. Come on. And, and side note, we have to be really careful when we are saying things like that, or even from a, like a jokey place, specifically when you're talking about like everybody's little bi, not participating in the erasure of other sexual identities. Yeah. Because we have to deal with it so much as, as bisexual people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Yeah, when you are joking about, like, everybody's bi, everybody's... It's like, no, everybody's identities are valid and real, including Mm -hmm. straight people, including, obviously, lesbians, uh, gay men, all of the things, right? So, yeah, just just be be careful about that. But, yeah, even if you are somebody who's in the space where you're like, oh, yeah, no, I kind of like girls, but, like, everybody kind of likes girls. Like, it's not that deep. I'm still straight. Mm -hmm. No, babe. No, baby. No, baby. You are not one of them. You're one of us and, and we love you and it's okay. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. I think also the conversation of everyone's a little bit by along with, uh, invalidating other people's sexualities, it also invalidates bisexuals. Cause I feel like it really mm. also can minimize the struggles that people who are genuinely bisexual face. Cause yes. no, like y- you being like a girl's pretty, <laughs> I guess maybe I'm a little bi. That's not like really, that's, that's different than being like, no, I feel attraction for more than one gender. Because internalized biphobia and internalized homophobia are very, very real things. And I feel like saying everyone's a little bit this is like saying like, oh, everyone, everyone's like 0.5 Native American. And it's like, well, no, but like right. Native oh, Americans wow. are are natives. They have a completely di- that's you're not native no. because you your ancestors colonized Native Americans like that's correct. 
It's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I hope that's nope. I hope that's an okay comparison to make. I know it's not the same, but Yes. No one yeah. here is saying that indigenous peoples and queer people have faced exactly the same struggles. Very different things, but could I Could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine if someone was wow. like, you know what? I'm basically Stonewall. I'm basically indigenous. No, no, you're not. It's, it's different things. But it would yeah. be like saying, you know, saying that. That's not the case. Yeah. And it minim- it would minimize that. You know, it very Absolutely. much minimizes the struggle that people are going through. Mm, mm-hmm. No. Totally makes sense. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Next. This is something that I realized. Sorry. Now I'm all nervous that I feel like I said something bad. No. I, I promise you, you know, hey, 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 me and you. Me and you. I would, I would tell you. <laughs> I would tell you. I'd be like, yeah, actually, Fallon, can you cut that? You would. You no. would be. <laughs> yeah. Be Fallon's, like, oh, love Fallon's you so our editor. Much, we love Fallon. Fallon, edit that right now. <laughs> <laughs> you would be, you'd be like, oh, Capri, no, I got you. Hey, Fallon. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> And I appreciate you. I appreciate you for that. The next one would be when you've dated, and I've dealt with this a lot. So like a big sign for me that you are queer is that when you've dated the opposite gender or the gender that's like more default to date and you feel a level of distance. So I remember Mm -hmm. in college dating certain men and being like, why am I not happy in this situation? Mm -hmm. I love this man. This man is so good to me. And I love who he is as a person. I remember I brought this boy home. And I probably talked about this on the pod before, but I brought this boy home to my dad. And my dad was like, oh my God, he's so sweet. You're not into him though. Like you don't like him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what do you mean? But it's because in in that time of my life, you know, I am bi. I I am someone who feels attraction to men and women and other types Mm -hmm. of genders as well. But in that time, I was really like kind of forcing myself to be with men because I thought that would be what I was into and like what I should mm. be into at the time. And that just wasn't what I was feeling. That wasn't who I, who I was, you know, at the time. It wasn't what I, what I needed, mm-hmm. but I thought like this will put a bandaid over it, you know, it'll make it work. So if you're in a relationship where you feel like you have so much control or you feel like you could easily walk away, like, you know, leaving this person would be really easy for you, you know, or mm-hmm. like not easy because leaving relationships are always going to be difficult, but, but you could get, you could, you know, get out and you think about getting out, you know, that sort of situation. Mm-hmm. You probably aren't fully attracted to that gender. If you feel that way, right. like if you're like a woman and you're dating a lot of men, but you've always felt distance from men, you've always mm-hmm. felt like, you know, maybe being with them was they, they always fell more in love with you than you fell in love with them. Mm-hmm. First of all, maybe you are a baddie. Like maybe that's the case too, but also I mean, hey. May- <laughs> hey. hi, but also <laughs> You could just not be attracted to that gender. And so it's really mm-hmm. easy for you to disconnect because it's not really deeply how you feel love. Yes. Yes. My opinion, yeah. I think. But who's to say? No. no, totally get that. Totally agree. And I feel like the way that that's manifested for me is a little bit different. I've been out since I was like 15, right? Mm-hmm. And when I first came out and I feel like I want to say all the way through college, I thought that my ratio was like 60-40. So I definitely knew that I still had a preference for women, but I was like, no, I, but I, but I'm still really attracted to guys. I still really like guys, but I I would only, I would only date guys when I wasn't trying to get into anything serious because I know how easily or not how easily, but how much easier I fall for women than I fall for men. It takes a lot for me to be in love with a, with, with a man, with a guy. And so, yeah, the distance it was definitely, definitely present. And now I I am very aware that my ratio is more like a smooth 90-10. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Because that, yeah, that other piece is really small. It's still, it's still there. It's still there. But yeah. she's, she's very small versus, you know, when I thought that like, yeah, no, this is, this is a lot more equal. It's not, it's not, it's like no competition. Yeah. My, but my, hey. I had a, I had a psychic, um, read me and tell me that. And I, I didn't even, I, we were, I don't know what the conversation was going through, but uh, I told her she was, I was bisexual and like, I'm not a big ratio person because I, you know, but like, I think ratios can be helpful to explain the narrative of what's going on with you. Same thing with labels. Right. So, but she was like, oh yeah, you're like a, you're like an 80, 20. And I was like, yeah. really? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And when I think about my relationship with Angel, who's my partner, who is one of the most incredible, most beautiful people I've ever met in my entire life, who identifies mm-hmm. as a woman and a non-binary person, mm-hmm. the way that I fell for her was so different than anything I've ever felt for anybody else because I had no control. Like I had mm-hmm. like, it was like genuinely like falling down a hole. With other people, it was like, I'm just gonna climb down this ladder and whatever. Mm. But with her, it was like Alice in Wonderland. I was like, like I, t- I, I fell down and it was a lot scarier because mm-hmm. I was like, there's no distance from this. There's no, like I could just, you know, because I was, I was so, I am so in love with this person. But mm-hmm. yeah, in the beginning of our relationship, I was scared as fuck because of that. <laughs> because I was like, um, what did you do? Right. Did you put a spell on me genuinely? Yeah, what is this? What is this? Oh, this is what it means to be really head over heels in love with somebody. Ah, yeah. interesting. And then I was yeah. like, oh, I, I was like, oh, I feel bad for any other time that I've said I was in love with somebody because it, not, nothing compares. Mm. Nothing compares. Mm. Yep, okay. I yep. love that. And I love that, yes. And like, that is such a beautiful thing. And I know exactly what it is that you're describing. And the sooner, not in rushing the process, because you will experience everything that you're meant to experience when you're meant to experience it. But when you do realize, okay, yes, I am queer. And then you get to experience like that first, like real love. Oh man, it punches you in the face so good. Like (laughs) it feels, it is terrifying. But it's awesome. And I don't mean to say that it punches you in the face and that it hurts because love should not hurt. No, love shouldn't be painful. It should not hurt. It should be like a SpongeBob punch, like a, like a punch and you giggle. Ha <laughs> It's like, uh-huh. <laughs> it should be, it should be like a roller coaster. Like where it's like, this feels scary, but yes. you know, you know that you're, you're the, having fun. You're having fun. You're safe. And you're safe. Yeah. Ugh, but the good drop feeling. I love us on the same vibe. Yes. We get it. We just get it. Okay. We went anyway. to Disney together. Look, we went on a roller coaster together. We did the Incredicoasters. Whatever. Period. Next is uh, wanting the opposite gender to like you and not not focusing on whether or not you like them. So this Welcome is Compad. The wonderful, the wonderful world of Compad. Yes. We love it. And we've talked about it before. But yeah, that thing where it's like, it's, I feel like this is so real, especially when you're uh, like going through puberty and you're starting to date in high school and you're dating in college or whatever, because this is the way that we're conditioned. It's being pushed at you from so many different directions, um, whether it's your peers or the things that you're watching on TV and whatever. So when you are around, you know, whatever the opposite gender is and you're, you're more focused on whether or not like, okay, do they like me? Like, do they think I'm cute? Uh, like, are they interested in me? And you're not actually considering whether or not like babe are you into them like do yeah. are you attracted to this person do you genuinely want to be with this person or just do you just feel like them wanting you is what is giving you value and is yeah. like affirming your sexuality if you are wanted by them yep. because you yep. feel like you're supposed to be 
wanted, wanted. by them. And I think especially, you know, so compet, there sometimes is a lot of like divide in, especially when it comes to bisexuals and, and also the lesbian community of like, is compet a term exclusively for lesbians? Mm. I know there is, I forgot the, the, you know, compet and the lesbian experience is also a book, but the original or- originator of the term compet was Adrian Rich. And she described it mm. as a term that affects all women specifically. Um, I also mm. think men can experience some sort of compet, but I, I think saying that, you know, compet is specific for people who were raised or socialized as women is so real because we are made and socialized from literal childhood to be mm-hmm. consumable for men, right. to find our prince, to make sure male authoritative figures think that we're polite and proper. Mm-hmm. And as you get older, like, I don't know how to say this about being inappropriate, but like to be like fuckable, to like, to seem like, to be consumable for right. men. Yeah. And so when all your life you've been raised to be, am I consumable for men? Do men, will men think I'm pretty enough? Do men think I'm prettier than her? We are not ever taught to go do i even like men because the Mm -hmm. default is that you would be into men the default is Mm -hmm. that like you are straight you know and and even if you are straight compet is fucking weird like right the the thought of being like my purpose is to be consumed by men is like so weird but alas patriarchy Mm -hmm. but yeah especially in, in queer women's journey if you are having those feelings of like i want this guy to like me so bad i want this guy to like me so bad whenever he looks at me i get butterflies but do you get butterflies because you like him or do you get butterflies because he's looking at you and not someone mm-hmm. else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The end. No, but seriously. And, and that is something that we do. We all have experienced. I feel like it's even, maybe, maybe it's not fair to say it's more difficult to unpack, but it is, it's a different kind of unpacking when you yeah. are, you know, bisexual, pansexual, because you might still be attracted to you men. Still, oh, that's so hard because you still, and I think everyone, everyone who is identifying as a you know a woman or a non man should work on decentralizing men in their mm-hmm. lives. But yes. it is especially challenging when you do actually have some attraction towards men. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where that whole stereotype, and I, I don't love it, but I love to make fun of it. The whole like by girls being like, oh, I love women. Women are gross. Women are amazing. Men are like, Ugh, but like. I love my boyfriend, but like, you know, but that does yeah. that thing of like, like feeling shame of being mm-hmm. attracted to men. And I, I, I hate that. And I want to do a deep dive on that at some point, but I think it is because we are able to, to move the curtain and see all the inner workings of patriarchy and see how, you know, sapphic relationships look and how, and how, how they can look and how a relationship that's not built on patriarchy looks like, mm-hmm. and yet still having to exist with attraction towards men. And I think that's why it can be, there's so much like, it almost feels like duplicitous. Like you feel like you're lying, but you, you cause it's like, oh man, I I still like him, but no, do I like him or do I want him to like, okay, I do like him, but I'm really focusing on him liking me. It's a, that's a lot of inner, of inner turmoil to deal with. That's a lot to deal with. And I don't want to in any way to say like, it's easier for lesbians to do anything because not having no. straight passing privilege is fucking dangerous is dangerous but i I can see where you mean where it's like oh that is could be really cumbersome for bisexual women to deal with their attraction to men while also knowing that we're living in a a society that highly praises and basically in and not basically does enforce heteronormative relationships yeah 
No, absolutely. And even beyond that, on, a, on an individual level, if you are trying to identify whether or not your attraction to men is uh, based in compet because you are being more concerned with whether or not they're attracted to you, whether or not they want you and how that adds value to you, or if like, no, I, I do I actually like him? And all that I can say to that is that if you do, the decentering men is, it is important, just like the concept of decentering men. You will know the difference. At first, yeah. it can feel overwhelming. And when you are too concerned with like how other people are going to feel or whatever, like block all that noise out, you can have experienced both. I have absolutely experienced both in my lifetime where there are plenty of times when I am in environments with men, especially when I was younger, where I wanted them to like me and I wanted them to be attracted to me. And then there are other times when I was like, oh wait, no, I actually did like him. And at first, when you are unpacking all of that, it can be overwhelming where you're like, okay, well, I don't know which is which. You will though, you will. And as soon as you start to accept that that is something that exists, right? That that conditioning to want to um, be desired by, to feel like you only have value if you are desirable by them. Once you are aware that that is something that exists within you, then it'll be a lot easier to decipher when you are genuinely attracted to somebody versus, you know, when you just want them to like you. Yeah. So the worst, the worst for me is when uh, I'm, and I'm, I'm sure this happens to straight girls too. The straight ladies, uh, friend mm-hmm. of the pod. But when I... I'm like with a a guy that I see as a friend and then I realize there is some, he has attraction towards me or romantic interest towards me. And that fucking, that, that compet bites me. And I'm like, ah, yes. And I, I like, I don't know what it is. Like I, 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 I'm like, oh, you like me. Yay. But it's like, do you, why? Oh, see, you're, you're switching it up now. You're switching it up because- You are now wanting to be more consumable because you know that he does see you as that. And so it, and that's mm-hmm. also like, I mean, like, you know, it is a lifelong thing of working through it because you have been trained your entire life. If you haven't heard of combat until this moment, your entire life up to this literal moment mm-hmm. that you are to be consumed. Men are supposed to fall in love with you. They're supposed to like, mm, like your little cookie, mm-hmm. like delicious. <laughs> and now being like, oh, how do I stop giving a fuck? And it, it mm. is a lot of work. And yeah I, yeah, I just felt that recently where I was like, I don't care if this guy's into me. And then he was into me. And I was like, ah, stop it. Be Stop. Don't don't switch it up now. Be yourself. Who mm-hmm. cares? Genuinely, who cares? Man, but that, yeah, that is a telltale sign. If you're like, if you're hyper fixated on someone being attracted to you or being into you, especially mm-hmm. if it's a man and you're a woman and you're like, never thought about do i like this person actually though like do i even find this person attractive mm-hmm. yeah yeah another tale another telltale sign i don't know why i'm going telltale <laughs> but another hey another red flag <laughs> to look out for um is if you feel the need to perform your relationship i have a story mm. okay i had my uh, first boyfriend. I love a story i had my first boyfriend when i was like 13 yeah i was mm-hmm. fucking cool he was, uh. <laughs> he was like 15. So, um, there was an age gap there, but we don't, we both did musical theater. It was fine. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um, whatever. Uh, it's fine. So I would bring this boy around my girlfriends. Like he was like a, a puppy or like a nice bag. And I would like kiss mm. him and be like, so like, this is my boyfriend. This is my man's. And or like in his at my school, because we went to different schools, um, I would wear his jacket around 
and like be like, this is my, no, this is my boyfriend. My boyfriend left my jacket at his jacket at my house. It was so silly. So I'm just wearing it. Cause I got cold and like, I just, I just need to wear this jacket. I'm cold. I didn't have a jacket. I'm just wearing his jacket, but it's like, I was performing and yeah, maybe there is an aspect of me being a middle schooler and wanting to be fucking cool, but it wasn't that I wanted to be cool for the boys around me. I wanted the mm. girls to think I was cool. I was performing this like relationship so that people knew I was in a relationship with a guy. And there are so many moments there when I look back at my, my, like my middle school experience and my childhood experience and I'm like, Oh my God, Capri in trying to be straight, you looked so queer. You look so queer. Amazing. Why did I feel the need to be like, oh my God, my boyfriend just texted me. I'm at lunch. That's so embarrassing. Why is that embarrassing? What? Why did you, you just need to tell the, tell the whole table that you, (laughs) everybody needs to know. Hey guys, the weird thing is so crazy. My boyfriend just texted me on my phone. Uh, Why are you texting? It's lunchtime. You're crazy. No, but it's because I I was performing this relationship. And I think also if you feel that, if you feel like you're performing in your relationship, that's, that's another Mm. thing too, where it's like, Mm-hmm. Why are we actors? Why are we trying to win an Oscar right now? Why are we like, you know, let me sit on the couch in a way that is straight. That's a bisexual thing. Bisexuals can't sit down properly. But no, yeah, we don't per, do that. Per, no, no. <laughs> and if you're a bisexual and you're sitting, if you're, I challenge you, if you're a bisexual and you're sitting right now, look at what your legs are doing. What are you, what are you doing? Where is your weight on your body right now? <laughs> mm. Try to find neutral. Mm-hmm. And I bet it'll be a feeling that you've never had. <laughs> And I know because I'm one of you, okay? I know because I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> My legs are crossed. Like, oh, go ahead. I was gonna, just, no, I was going to say not like in a creepy way, but go ahead. No, no, yeah, no. I'm, I'm not I'm not like in your car. Of course not. No. No. No, I'm not in your gate. Come on. <laughs> Don't, 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 no, I swear I'm not in your car. No jump scares will be happening. But like I'm sitting right now and I've crossed my legs and I've also crossed my ankles. What? Why am I doing yoga on. on a chair? How are you, you sitting, Ashley? You crossed your legs. I'm yeah. trying to picture that. Hold on. You crossed your legs. And, and then you crossed, also your crossed your ankles. Yeah. How are you doing that? So, okay. Like, for, do it with your arms. Cross- oh, your- I, I get yeah. it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get yeah. it. I get it. I get it. I love that for you. Thank you. Stop. The only reason why I'm sitting in a neutral position right now is because I have a heating pad on. If I wasn't, uh, then I'd probably, like, have one leg underneath me in this office chair. Yeah. Damn that uterus. Uterus blocking your queerness. So yeah, rude. but if you're if you're performing in your relationship, if you're you know like uh, lights, camera, actioning around mm. your boyfriend or talking about your relationship to other people, I also used to do this thing where I would pick a crush in high school or not in high school in middle school, and it wasn't that I wasn't attracted to the person that that I was like picking a crush on. But like, if you have to pick mm-hmm. a crush in general, that's a kind of queer thing to do or a kind of ace or a romantic yeah. thing to do. Like, Hey, what's going on? Absolutely. But I knew, I knew all the girls in my class had a crush on this guy. Let's call him, um, Matt Donald. There's this guy named Matt Donald. That's not his sure. name in middle school. <laughs> and, and he was like very handsome. He had the Justin Bieber swoop. It was like 20, mm. 2011, you know? So everyone was like, Oh, feral for Matt Donald. Right. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was cute, but then girls would be like, who do you like? And I'd be like, uh, 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 Matt Donald. And they'd be like, oh my God, me too. But it was like, I didn't actually have a crush on Matt Donald. Like who mm-hmm. would also tangent, you know, there's some people where you have to say their first name and the last name together. Yes. He's one of those Absolutely. guys. Like 20 years later, he's 20 years. I'm 23. I did not meet this kid when I was three, like 10 years later. <laughs> he's one of those guys where you all had to say his first name and his last name. Mm-hmm. Obviously it's not Matt Donald because doesn't, doesn't, roll off the tongue but yeah but yeah i mean 
if you have to pick a crush, if you're performing any sort of your of your sexual or romantic attraction, it might be that you're just not fully that sexual or romantic attraction, or maybe even at all. Yeah, no, agree. And for me, it was more like definitely performing uh, crushes. And I think I talked about this previously. I can't remember which episode, but the ways that I would have, like, I was so boy crazy when it came to like famous men, so boy crazy. And it was like all over my walls, all that I'm talking about, like on my planners, on my, on my notebooks, all of the things, because I'm, because I'm so straight, which actually, which actually (laughs) does take us into the next one. The next sign is that, um, if you only like unavailable people or fictional people, and we're also going to include famous people in that. Yeah. Yeah. Babe, babe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you might not be as straight as you think you are. And, look, look, um, look, look, look. right. Because first of all, if you're only dealing with people who are emotionally unavailable or people where the relationship is doomed to fail or you'll, you'll never even get to the relationship stage at all, just for the sake of like feeling like you're putting yourself out there or telling other people that you're putting yourself out there, which is kind of the performing thing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. not... It's not looking straight for you, love. It's looking a little queer. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a little bit. And, and I get it. I get it. Because, like, mm-hmm. yes, I'm trying to think of a famous person. Harry Styles is just, and is a beautiful man. Is a beautiful Absolutely. man. Mm-hmm. But, like, unless you're in, like, a YA novel, Harry Styles isn't going to knock, knock, knock on your door and be like, uh-oh, your mom sold you to One Direction. Did you read fan fiction, fan fiction on Wattpad? <laughs> I absolutely did, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. While your hair is in a, a tussled, messy brown bun and your bright green orbs, um, and you're carrying oh. in a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I think if, if your attraction is only the idea of these people, but you're never actually right. feeling attraction for, like, people that it could happen with for real, though... Mm-hmm. then that might be a sign that like, hey, maybe you don't actually like this gender. Maybe your mm-hmm. brain is trying to find a way for you to like this gender. And it's for right. people that could never actually, you could never actually be with. Yeah. And and for my readers, when we're talking about fictional men, right? Do you like the man in the book? Or do you like men written by women? Because do you, a lot do you of times... Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you like Darcy? Do you really like Darcy? Right. Or do you like Jane Austen? Right. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. There's a difference. So just, you know, pay attention to those things. And we love, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with also liking fictional people. I love fictional people. But if you're only finding yourself crushing on fictional people, then yeah, not that straight. Probably not that straight. Yeah, I remember having this whole thing where I was just like, I mean, oh, I can't even talk about this movie. Never mind. Pay mm. actors, please. 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 It. Is Do it, it really that hard? It's not. We know it's not. So make it happen because there's so much the Capri and I want to talk about. Anyways, mm. sorry. We'll threaten you with our little bisexual angst. Mm. <laughs> not angst. Yeah, no, I'm, I listen, I got enough angst for the both of us. I'm really in my Scorpio sun today. Okay, that was, oh, those are my little, my little, um, shots being fists. fired? Yeah, no, oh. Oh, those are my fists. You think I was shooting people? Uh, I don't, I heard, you know, you know, I'm sorry. That's a fair right. assumption. Those were my fists of fury. They were going so fast oh. that they sounded like. Right. That. Of course. You're honestly, I'm fucking stupid. And that was obvious. And my bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, actually, I didn't think of the fact that you are a ninja and that the way you move is so yep. quick and so aerodynamic that when mm-hmm. you hit, you hit with so much force that it, it disrupts the sound barrier and it does sound like a mini explosion. Correct. 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 And how dare I forget all of that? You I've know? never felt more Honestly, seen by a person in my life. I'm so glad. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, another one is, uh, I think a sign that you're queer. If you're a queer woman, especially, or you may be allegedly, who's to say? This is just a sign. Mm-hmm. Perchance. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm making any assumptions here. Perhaps. What happened? If you have ever thought or been like, you know, like, women are just ad- objectively more attractive than men. It meant it, men. It would be so easy. It would be so much easier for me just to date women than it would be for me to date men. Or, oh, this is another thing. The thought of like, is everyone else faking enjoying this? Like, is everyone else faking enjoying being with a guy? Ooh. Babe. No. Ooh. No. 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 I see that hit you. No, it really did. I remember... <laughs> I remember the first time, I'm not going to get graphic with it, but oh. I remember the first time one of my friends told me that she enjoyed doing a certain something with guys, and it blew my mind. I was like, I thought we were all just lying. I, I didn't know yeah. that people liked this, but she really did, and there are lots of women who do, and like, love that for you, but I was like, oh, shit. Oh, maybe I... Maybe I need to do some deep dives because this is, huh? That is this a is, yeah. this is not my favorite activity. I don't yeah love this. No. Yeah, I think it also comes down to the feeling of like, wait, am I am I wrong here or like is yeah, this am right. I wild? Am I what? What's happening? Mm-hmm. Because when you know you're kind of being. And I don't like to use this term because I feel like it can sometimes be like overused, but you're kind of being gaslit by society, right? To be straight. That's like kind of what's happening. It's like, don't you love boys? A little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, don't you like, you know, where's your Disney prince? Or like, where's your Disney princess? Or like, can't you not wait for your marriage? Like, what is your dress going to be? What's your tux going to be? Who's going who's gonna to be your maid mm-hmm. of honor or your groomsman? Mm-hmm. You know, who's that going to be? So I think, I think uh, when you have that kind of moment of like, wait, you guys weren't pretending to is... Mm-hmm. If you have that moment or even that feeling at all, I think that's something to lean into because like, no, a lot of people genuinely, I mean, like patriarchy is being patriarchal. So like, of course, everyone's going to be like, you know, people who are like aware of that and are like not wanting to be a part of that are going to question it. But if people are like, wait, you don't, you actually think like men kissing men and feeling their stubble on your face makes you want to scream versus like you kind of enjoy it. (laughs) Then that's like kind of a sign that perchance you actually don't want to be doing this. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And the, I, uh, back to the, uh, like the, sorry, go ahead. I cut you off. Go no, ahead, I was going to say the same thing. No, going back to the, you know, the women are just uh, objectively more attractive thing. You, here's the thing. You're not wrong. No. <laughs> you're not wrong. I'm not, but we're I'm also queer. With you there. How are we right. to, we're Consider not, the, the we're biased. Consider the, hey, yeah. I'm just saying, grain <laughs> yeah. of salt. Uh, Take what feels right, right leave what but doesn't. also, yeah, I'm gay. So, hey. Also, Hello. women. And maybe you are too. What's up? What's up, friend? Yeah. That, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, if you're walking around like, oh, women, women would be so much easier to date. I don't know. Try it then. Like, let's maybe see. Maybe you should like, maybe you should, <laughs> honestly, up? maybe <laughs> you should give it a shot because 
Because if it genuinely feels that way, and I'm, I do know straight people, like I, my sisters have been like, I wish I was gay. And when they first said that to me, I actually got really hurt because I was like, you don't wish to be discriminated against. Agreed. You don't. You Absolutely. don't wish that. But mm-hmm. like actually thinking about it from the perspectives, I'm like, no, I like, I, yeah, dating women is easier. But if you're like dating women but- is easier, like would, would look, look, I don't know how to say it. Well, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say, because I do so many women, so many women and so many straight women who are legitimately straight say that, right? Uh, That dating women would be so much easier. And and if I, and if I, you know, really was attracted to them, then I would. I want to, I love women. And there are definitely pieces of sapphic relationships that are easier in in feeling more seen and understood in different ways. And, you know, the the ways that we can communicate, that we are conditioned to know how to communicate differently and and whatever. But in so many other ways, no, it's not easier. No, it's not not easier. And let's not perpetuate that myth, right? Because any relationship, even platonically, it takes effort. Romantic relationships take a significant amount of effort. The best relationships, the healthiest relationships, the the happiest relationships. That doesn't mean they're hard. You know, you shouldn't be doing this to hell and back thing, but it requires a lot of effort. Anytime that you are entering into a situation where you not only have to take accountability for and be aware of your own um, emotions and actions, but also take into account someone else's, that's a lot, regardless of their gender, right? So don't buy into the yeah. hype that like, oh, just because uh, I'm also a woman dating women, that it's it would be easy. easier. It's not no. easier for men dating men. men. Like it's no. not. It's just not. No, it's not. Absolutely not. But yeah, but if, yeah. if you're someone who, but if you're thinking, if you're someone who's never dated women and you're thinking like, oh, it would be so easy to date women and like their mm-hmm. lips just look softer and like their hands easier to hold. It sounds mm-hmm. like you're attracted to women. And also, if you're listening to this and you're yeah. questioning, if you're questioning, you're listening to this, you're like, maybe, who's the girl that you thought of when I said that? Ooh. Because you thought of a girl when Ooh. I said that. Who was it? Mm-hmm. Because I think you <laughs> have a crush on her. I think you have a crush on her. And I don't think mm-hmm. you just admire her. I don't think you just respect her or think she's like, no. no, her face is just really symmetrical. Like, I'm not into her. I just think her face is symmetrical. No. You yeah. actually might want to hold her hand and like, not a just friends way. And that's okay. Right. That's just a little queer of you. Yeah, and I it's for not one, just a girl like crush. I yeah. actually do hate. <laughs> I have grown to hate. Unpopular opinion. Yeah, I hate the phrase "girl crush." It's yeah. not just a girl crush, but maybe we just got a little crush. Like, and, if, if yeah. you're like, I'm straight, but yo, Beyonce. Like, okay, you know, gay for Beyonce, and like that's that's fine. That's fine. I love her, and would would same, but also am queer in general. So I guess I, it's still a little yeah. different for me. Yeah, girl crush is no homo in like different wrapping paper. Literally, oh my gosh, like that. Yeah, it's a gross. It's it's you know, that is perfectly put. That it is no homo. It is that. It is no homo. Like yeah, like I'm straight, but like she's so pretty, and I would die for her, and I just want to kiss her like once. Uh, so. Or like oh my god, or I'm I'm straight, but the hall pass for my wedding is Miley Cyrus. You want to fuck my? That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. But you, you don't do even need a label for that. It's no, fine. Like, you just, don't have to define everything. But ah, uh, you know, it's it's not, not a as girl crush. I think it is. No, it's, it's not, not a, a girl, girl crush. crush. It's just a crush. You got a crush on her. 
Okay, and cool. that's okay. And like, do yeah. you, and listen, I'm not saying that you have to label everything. If you're, if you're like, actually I do, I do like sometimes want to sexually explore with women and men or just with women or whatever, or just with men, whatever. But you're like, I don't identify as anything. Identifying and choosing a label is a really big part, especially being bisexual is choosing the label. You know, right. if you don't, if you're not deciding to be the label, so many people exhibit bisexual behavior. So many people mm-hmm. exhibit homosexual behavior, but they don't want to label it as such. Right. And therefore they don't have to identify as such. They won't nope. identify as such. But if you're over here, like, I mean, I don't know, like, you know, I love my husband and everything, but like, sometimes I just, you know, I just see Sofia Vallada and I just wanted to like grab her and like have a great night with her. That's a little queer. That's all I'm saying. It's a little queer. That's just all I'm saying. Just a little bit. A smidgen. Just a smidgen. And and we love a little queer. Speaking of a little queer, sometimes you might be. <laughs> if you are. You're so good at transitions. Thanks. I feel really great about it. So I appreciate your acknowledgement. <laughs> mm, I see you. I hear you. I do have a praise kink. Just kidding. <gasps> just kidding. Ah. So on to the next sign. I do too. Are we twins? <laughs> Besties. Wait, are we twins? <laughs> I love everything that just happened. I love everything that just happened. I right mean, now. same, always. Okay, but this, the next one is probably more if you are re- reflecting on when you were younger or even, you know, gyms and things. But if you are getting nervous for, for, for my, uh, for my women, for my sapphic, for my femme people, if you're getting nervous in girl-centered spaces, meaning like specifically locker rooms, changing rooms, you know what I'm saying? Because I remember being in middle school and and high school, right? PE, when we're all changing into our clothes and I'm doing everything that I can to just uh, avoid eye contact, look straight at the ground because I'm like, I don't want to make anybody else feel uncomfortable. I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. Mind you, everybody else is completely chill. Change yeah. in, not a big deal in the middle of conversations. It's not that deep. Nobody's worried about where they're looking because we've all got the same parts. Who's pressed? No, no, no. But a lot of us were pressed. A lot of us were very nervous, very anxious. So pressed. Worried about making people feel uncomfortable. But why would you make anybody feel uncomfortable if all you you guys are doing is changing? Oh, because I'm not to say that you're looking at everybody because that's not a thing either. Mm -hmm. Let's not Mm -hmm. act like queer people are just being pervs. It's not a thing. No, no, no. no. Absolutely not. Um, But you're worried about the potential Mm -hmm. of making somebody feel uncomfortable because maybe you are attracted to some girl sometimes. Yep. And that makes you uncomfortable and you don't want to make anybody else to feel uncomfortable, but you're the only one who's had, well, you're not the only one who's having that thought process, but straight people are not having that thought process. Yeah. At all. They're just changing. Nope. They're just changing. They're not even seeing it as a weird thing because they don't, that's not, that's not the thing. And I also think a lot of queer women, especially queer women are, are feel fear of accidentally being predators because mm-hmm. we're often shown in the media and told that queer women, especially lesbian women, we're taught that they're predators, that they're scary, that they're bad, you know? So it's like right. the fear of being like, I don't want to, I don't want to be like that. They're not, mm-hmm. they're lovely. They're Amazing, l- fucking delightful, beautiful, gorgeous, mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, if you feel that fear of, I remember the first time, like, like uh, accidentally, like touching someone's like, butt with, by accident, like, like, you know, swinging my mm-hmm. hand, accidentally touching a girl's butt. And immediately I was like, I'm so sorry. I, that was on accident. I did not mean to. I'm <laughs> right. so sorry. And her being like. Crying in your tears. Yeah. yeah. And her being like, that's fine. And I'm like, it, it means I was, I was swinging my hand. You were going left. I was going right. And then I asked like, I didn't grab it, but I hit it. 
and her being like, that's, what are you doing? But it was because I had so much fear of accidentally, like, not, not even accidentally being shown that I was gay, but of being a predator. Right. Because we're often taught that queer people are predators, mm-hmm. which they are not. No. 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 Predators are fucking predators. Right. But, but yeah. I, so, yeah. And also, um, growing up, I was so afraid of, like, uh, not afraid of, but I will say I got hella uncomfortable by mannequins in Victoria's Secret. True. Because how can you respectfully look at a mannequin in underwear? True. Why do they look so realistic? Like the I don't what what and is it and hot I, in here? Uh, is it really warm? I can't. Store? I'm not breathing. Or, Are you breathing? What? Yeah. What? I need to. I'm gonna wait outside. <laughs> but yeah. But it's because like that figure and that shape does something to me. Mm-hmm. Other girls, other girls are shopping for bras. I'm trying to contain my anxiety attack. And it's because this is like, there's something happening in my body when I'm in that space, when I'm surrounded by like pretty girls shopping for panties and also mannequins in panties. Like I can't exhale properly. And so if you're feeling that nerves, if that's a, if that's a common thing that has something like swim practice, like, like that, if that's happening, you know, and you're feeling nervous or uncomfortable, it may be just because you are attracted to some of the things you're seeing and you're dealing with a lot of shame that you are attracted to some of the things that you're seeing mm, mm-hmm. and guilt, yeah. guilt that you're, you know, Oh my God, I'm like, I, I, I feel like I'm accidentally sneaking a peek, which you're not in my head. I'm like, you're not, you were nine. And it's like yeah. <laughs> my own trauma. No, literally. You feel like you're sneaking a peek, which you weren't because you're a kid or like, you know, but you're feeling like you're doing something you shouldn't be because you're feeling things that, you know, other people aren't really feeling. Yes. Yeah. And of course, if you are in these situations and you are getting nervous, anxious, there could be other reasons, you know, especially depending yeah. on your relationship with your body, whatever. So this one, you know, it could go either way. But if you think it might be a little gay, it's probably, it's probably, it's probably a little weird. It probably is. Just saying. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Those are a couple signs that you might be, you know, hey, just a touch, just a touch just queer. a teensy bit. Just a teeny bit. But yeah, I really do. We we already said it enough, but I just really, if you take nothing else from this episode, really internalize the fact that like, if you are feeling some of these feelings, you do not have to have a label for it or know exactly what it is. Or uh. I use the word ratio and like that, it does work for me, right? But that's not the same for everybody. It is okay to just be able to acknowledge that like, okay, I hear some of these things and I have actually experienced them and that's enough. Like just knowing that is enough and you can keep on keeping on and that's great. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. And we love you. And we love you so much and we're proud of you. And you know, our goal with these, these, this podcast, these podcasts, our goal with this podcast (laughs) is that you don't, is that you, you hear our stories and you feel a little less alone. So if any of these Mm -hmm. made you feel less alone, then that's the goal. And also, if you want to DM us at Little Queer Pod and send us the things that made you realize you were queer or things looking yes. back on that you're like, uh-oh, had I not know that at that point, then do it. Send it <laughs> our way. And maybe we'll do a part two of this episode in the future of being like, oh, signs that you knew you were queer. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. I want to read all of them. Let's do it. Let's do it. And and mm-hmm. most importantly, not most importantly, mm-hmm. but definitely up there. Kind of. You know, Top five. Listen... Don't tell anyone I said this, but mm. you're like really, really hot. 
Okay, got off my chest. Whew, that's yeah, gone. speaking of speaking of nervous, yeah, I'm glad that you addressed it because it's been like the butterfly's been there this whole episode. I whole episode, listen, thinking about how hot you are. Way that I knew that I was bisexual is that you're listening to this podcast, and that that mm-hmm. plays for any gender of a person who's listening to this podcast. That's how I knew mm-hmm. you yep. listened to it, and I was like, uh oh, I get so weak in the knees. That's how I was feeling. You know, hit it. Mm, love that. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> anyway. I have to go now. <laughs> we both have to leave. Okay. Um, <laughs> but we'll see you guys next time. We'll see you we next like you so week. Much. Yeah, we love Bye. you. Bye. Thank you for listening to a Little Queer Podcast. And hey, if you want more, DM us on Instagram at LittleQueerPod. Be back here next Thursday for another episode. I already miss you. Leave us a review, but only the good kind for real. For real, for real. And, and subscribe. <laughs> I love you. Bye. Music by 118. Ooh.